The church is under attack and pastors have been arrested for holding church services. Gathering for worship and prayer became a violation under COVID-19 restrictions. And if we're honest, it's still a little bit odd in many places. Meanwhile, world leaders meet for the G7 summit and hold cookouts on the beach, shaking hands, hugging, and talking together in very close groups. Is this really about a pandemic or is it about taking away religious freedoms? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so glad that you're here with us. Uh, we are going to take your calls at one eight seven seven end time It's one 877 Before we get to the phones, Doug, um, church is kind of weird these days in many places. Um, you don't know if you're supposed to shake hands still. Some people still wear masks, some don't. Yeah. Um, some hug, some don't. It's like, what do we do? You know, it's really weird. That's true. And you know, so, we went from having outside services too. I can remember sitting in my Jeep with the top off and the pastor being up on the steps of the church and we had to do a parking lot church at one time. Okay. But thank goodness we're, we're back inside a building and we are beginning to uh, shake hands and even, dare I say, hug each other. You shouldn't so. say that. I know, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Um, you know, it's so weird and it is as a result of what our government has put in place and as a result of mob mentality. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it was extremely unhealthy to go for over a year without seeing people's faces, without being able to smile at others and them actually notice. Like I found myself walking through grocery stores, smiling at people. Yeah. And, um, for those times when I did wear a mask, yeah. uh, there was many times I did not and I had to deal with all that. But um, You're kind of a rebel. Well, um, not to get too deep into that on air, but uh, nonetheless, you just, yeah, you know, you didn't know. And I think that's extremely unhealthy. And, and so in the early stages when I would go in and smile at people, mm-hmm. they would look at me like I'm from some other planet. Yeah. Because they could see me smile. And it was like, and I would tell them, it's been a while since you saw someone smile, right? Because it's like, these people even get in their cars and drive with these masks on. And so when we go to church, there's these restrictions that have been placed on the churches. And if you don't comply, then your church is at risk of being fined or shut down. And therefore, many churches complied with that under the pressure from our government that they should. Yeah. and so we thought, man, we saw this stuff from G7. Yeah. And it was like, hang on now. These people that are still telling us that this stuff is necessary in spite of what the data tells us and in spite of what we've learned. Yeah. But look how they're behaving. Right. This is really, really weird. Yeah. So we felt like we had to talk about that today. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, we were doing conferences in places where we could do conferences uh, there, while there were still a few restrictions, you know, we would go places and uh, 
you would have to wear a mask uh, everywhere you went. And at one point, I remember we did a conference and uh, the church was separated between people who wanted to wear a mask and people who didn't. And they actually split the church down halfway through there at this conference we were doing. And they had signs at the door and said, mask wearers this way and non-mask this way, kind of to keep everybody separated. I'm glad I wasn't there. I know. Because you know what I'd have wanted to do. (laughs) It was was a strange time that we went through, but some folks are still living in in these heavy restrictions where we're lucky we live in Texas. We have this state that is opened up uh, more. And, you know, I mean, just a little off note for a second, but what you're talking about... it is strange to get back out there. It is more healthy to be able to see people. I went to uh, a rodeo the other night in, in our hometown where we live, and people actually come up to me and talk to me there that I didn't know, complete strangers, but they didn't have masks on. I didn't have a mask, and it was so great just to communicate, and it almost was like you forgot what that was like. You know, it's very strange. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad we live here in Texas because some of these people are under persecution. Absolutely. Well, we're going to talk more about that persecution. We will be taking your calls, one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. You know, we feel like we share a message here that uh, perhaps you can't get very many other places. We talk about current events through a lens of Bible prophecy. So today we're going to be talking about religious persecution and the persecution that is literally happening this week in our world. Um, and we're going to explain some things on what that means in Bible prophecy. And so if you like hearing about this stuff, if you like having a resource available to you um, that explains things from a biblical perspective, from a prophetic perspective, um, if you would uh, join in with all of our partners here, we survive off of the donations of our listeners and of our partners. And we're so grateful for that. Uh, you can become a monthly partner at endtime.com slash donate, or you can call us at 1-800-363-8463. That's how we survive the goodness of God and the donations of people just like you. Uh, every penny matters. And we're so thankful for those of you that support us and help us to be able to make this show available totally free for you. Uh, it's a, it's free on the social media. It's free on the radio. We make it for free on television. We have thousands of hours of free content available totally to you and it's totally free. And so if you'd like to contribute to help us to continue to make that happen for free, go to endtime.com slash donate and become a monthly partner. We'd appreciate it very much. Now in, uh, Cal- should we get to this story yet or should we keep talking? We've got a few minutes before the break. I don't know if we'll have time to cover everything we want to. Yeah, I, I think that maybe we should just, you know, we talk about this. I'll, I'll just say this. Jesus warned us days like this were coming. And, and I don't know that this is particularly uh, one of those situations that we're about to look at, that it's about the name of Jesus, that this is uh, the problem here. But Jesus said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 22, he said, "Ye shall be hated of all men. For my name's sake, but he that endureth until the end shall be saved. So he kind of gave us a warning. And there's other scriptures we'll go through today that kind of identify with these stories we're talking about. But like you said, Vince, this is important. I, I feel like we, we needed to cover this in its entirety because we have um, some pretty good information here to share about some things that are happening 
around the world. But Jesus let us know that if we will hang on and we'll have our faith, keep our faith and be patient through this time, we're going to make it and we're going to be saved. Absolutely. And uh, if you're on Facebook, the topic today is religious persecution. So we are going to be suppressed today. So if you're on Facebook, hit the share button, hit the heart button. We appreciate it very much. It'll help get the word out and uh, help us not to be so censored. We do appreciate that. Of course, if you uh, want to have no concerns about censorship, you can subscribe to End of the Age Plus at watch.endtime.com uh, or search in all the major app stores for End of the Age Plus. Uh, you can try it for free right now and uh, 14-day free trial at watch.endtime.com. We do have a special clip from the uh, Calgary, Alberta uh, arrest that happened on a pastor. We're going to be showing that after the break, so you don't want to miss it. Give us a call, one eight seven seven in time one 363 8463 We look forward to hearing your thoughts about religious persecution. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, volume 1. Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith in the hearts of Christians around the world we will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Uh, before we move forward, I do want to let you all know that Dave Robbins will be in Flint, Michigan on June 26th and June 27th, holding a Bible prophecy conference there. Um, the Saturday, June 26th, is at 6 p.m. He's going to be talking about the future. And on Sunday, June 27th at 10 a.m., he's going to be talking about breaking prophetic fulfillments with a Q&A session immediately following. So you don't want to miss that if you are in the uh, Flint, Michigan area. 
Uh, you can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue and uh, a few more details there. There is no registration that's required. It's totally free, but it is first come, first serve. Once we're out of space, I guess there'll be room in the hallway or however else you could tune in, but uh, be sure to check that out at endtime.com slash events. Now, we do want to talk about a story from Alberta, uh, can- uh, from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. A Baptist pastor was arrested, and so the story says... Uh, Uh, The Baptist pastor in Calgary, Alberta, was arrested a second time Monday, so two days ago, after a police helicopter discovered where his church had been secretly gathering since authorities locked their building. Quote, a police helicopter was deployed to search for and detect this gathering and to collect evidence against Pastor Stevens of noncompliance with public health restrictions. End quote, Doug. The police sent a helicopter out to investigate this church. Yeah. A pastor having church outside. Outside? They, they needed surveillance to find out where they were with a helicopter. That's, that's pretty uh, excessive, I would say. Okay. Hello, Canada. Uh, let's see. Where am I at here? I'm just blown away by that. Stevens was in prison before in May until his legal counsel argued that the court order under which he had been arrested did not apply to him. After first claiming in a press release that the illegal service had been held inside the locked church building, Calgary Calgary Police Service and Alberta Health Services issued a correction stating that the gathering was outside but still failed to comply with current COVID-19 restrictions. Pastor Tim Stevens of Fairview Baptist Church debated the legal and theological grounds of Alberta's public health orders with the arresting officer. According to exclusive footage of the incident recorded by Rebel News, officers showed up at Stevens' home to arrest him for allegedly violating a court order by leading an outdoor church service with hundreds of other Christians on June 6th. Now, we happen to have footage available for you on this arrest. We felt like it was critical that you see this. So take a look at this video of the arrest. Warning. Censorship. Warning. Censorship. Okay. Yeah. You got that gathering June 6th. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you're under arrest for. is imprisoning pastors for breaking health orders. Again, I'm not going to speak to them, okay? In Canada. Okay. It's only a second. Bye, Daddy. Bye, guys. <laughs> no, we did not add crying sound effects to that. We didn't add anything to it. It's straight from Rebel News. You see the pastor being arrested there, his children in the background crying because his, their dad is uh, being put in the back of a police car behind the bars in the window. That was a pastor who held a church service outside being arrested for that action because of public health safety. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm hoping I have righteous anger when I get upset over stuff like this, Vince, because this makes me angry to see that happen. For one thing, 
I'm a father, I'm a grandfather, and to, to hear your baby's crying because you're being arrested. He, he's being arrested for holding a church service. I don't know if we can just reiterate that enough to really sink in and let people understand. All he was doing was having a church service outside, okay, and he's being arrested for it. It was so important to the police department to find this out that they used the resources of a surveillance helicopter events. Can you think of the cost that that must have cost to fly a helicopter around and find out where they are out in the middle of the woods having a, a church service? I am stunned. Yeah. I am stunned to think about that. Yeah, the cost. That, that, when you brought this up, you were pretty heated when we talked about it this yeah. morning. And then, of course, I had to talk about how much it would cost because that's kind of what I talk <laughs> about. But, like, how which, of course, what's their tax rate? You know, like right. 70, 80% or something? What's it matter? They're getting all that money from. It's like, this is insane. It really is. It's insane and it, it's infuriating because, I mean, the thing is, you're watching this dad be pulled from his family as his children are crying for him. And, and I mean, he's going peacefully. I, I respect the police because the police are doing their job. They're just following orders. But at what point do we say, wait a second, there are criminals on the street who are doing horrible things to people. And we're concerned about going and picking up this pastor for having church outside. Well, there were some police departments in California Mm-hmm. They said, we're not going to enforce the governor's orders. Right. So in spite of it being their job, they said. Yeah, they stood up against We're them. not doing it. Yeah. Now, I realize America is a little, uh, the United States of America is a little bit different than Canada. Mm-hmm. I don't understand all the things in Canada. Of course, I don't understand all the things in the United States either. Right. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, I just don't know what to say about that. It's, it's devastating. It makes me think, what are you going to do when that happens here? Yeah. What in Texas, in Indiana, in California, wherever you're from, what do you do when something like that happens here? Right. Yeah. And you know, when your pastor gets arrested. Yeah, I mean, it, it, man, I don't even want to go there right now. <laughs> well, but you know, I think it's important that we think about that because yeah. it might not be happening this week. But there is religious persecution that happens here in the United States. Absolutely. And we know that it's going to do nothing but enhance. And so I think it's important that we think about these things. How are we going to react? What will we do? Um, you know, you need to prepare for a time when this could happen because as we've seen in the last 12 to, what, 18 months or so, this is closer to home than what we want to realize at this point. Yeah. Uh, our churches around the United States were locked down and many, many churches, basically all of them except for a handful that stood up to it, we're doing online services only. So I don't think this is as far as away from us as we feel like it is. And actually back in May, there was another pastor in Alberta who was arrested on his way home from church, actually. He and his brother, Pastor Arthur uh, Pulowski and his brother David Pulowski, were stopped on their way home from church by a motorcade of heavily armed police vehicles Informed they were under arrest for allegedly violating Alberta's Public Health Act. The two were removed from their car, placed on the wet ground in the middle of the highway, handcuffed, and dragged into police vans. Yeah. 
And I've seen the video footage of that, Vince. I don't know if you saw the footage, but they did. They took them out of the cars, and they were on a busy highway, and they made these men get on their knees, put their hands behind their head on this wet pavement, and, and arrested them like they were criminals, like they had done some horrible offense. But what they had done is they had held church, and they were on their way home from church. So, I mean, it's just... Why does anyone still live in Alberta? <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty scary to think about. <laughs> uh, you know, it, but it shows you the, the, you know, the, the leaders of that nation, not only there, but you think about what's going on here. We were told, you know, if, if everybody got vaccinated by the 4th of July, then maybe, just maybe, you could have a small gathering and have a cookout. Think about that. So, so we're told if you get vaccinated and everybody gets vaccinated, then you could have a small gathering by the 4th of July. It's coming up. I got news for you. I've already had a couple of cookouts <laughs> at my house. Uh, but I, I, the, the crazy thing about it is we're about to see another clip. We are. And these folks are having a cookout. Drinking a little wine on a beach. Hugging, shaking hands. This is, is this a church gathering? No. Oh. Now you know what it is? It's the, the G7 Summit. Oh, boy. World leaders. Before we watch the video, we are taking your calls. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your questions about religious persecution. The number to call is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. 363 if this content is as stunning to you as it is to me, I'm sure you have a lot to say. So we will try to get all the calls in that we possibly can. Um, so give us a call, one eight seven seven in time All right, Doug, are we ready for this clip? You're going to kind of, when we play it, you're going to kind of walk us through what's happening because there's no audio, or right. at least there's no words. Yeah, so, but what I want everybody to understand is, is this is Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, is who we're going to see here, the Prime Minister of Canada. Uh, you know, enforcing laws to arrest pastors for having outdoor congregations for church service. So as we watch this, what we're going to see is they're having a cookout. So I guess we can go ahead and look at the video and I'll explain it as the video is playing. So here they are, Vince. They're on the beach and they're having a cookout out there. They got a barbecue going on. These are all the world leaders. If you look in there, you'll You'll recognize some of those world leaders. And look, back there in see the back. See Boris Johnson. Yeah, look. There's Biden's in there. Trudeau right there. You see his wavy black hair. And they're standing real close watching the planes. They flew planes over, you know, for the event. Gave them a spectacle to look at. And they don't know the cameras are rolling here, Vince. This is from someone far off who's taking footage there. They don't know the cameras are rolling. So you don't see many masks. You saw them all together right there on top of each other. But now... The cameras are rolling and the press is out there and they know. Here's Trudeau walking up. This is the uh, Prime Minister of Canada. Yeah. Oh, he's getting his mask out of his pocket. Get ready to put that mask on for the cameras. Here we go. Oh, elbow bump there. There you go. How's that? Oh, but then he takes it off and walks within feet of him, Vince, and then stands. That's not exactly six feet apart, is it? It's not. I wouldn't think so. And, man, they're having a great time. They're showing off for the cameras. Look at us. We're wearing our mask. We're being safe. We're, we're keeping our distance, or maybe we're not. Well, it is a different country. Exactly. 
it's it's that right there. So I COVID, know. <laughs> COVID's different over there than it is in Canada. Uh, you know, they would probably say too, we're vaccinated. But yes. remember, if everybody was vaccinated, you could have a small gathering by the Fourth of July. That was a pretty large gathering they were having on that beach from people that have just been in planes, traveled from all over all over the world to get there. Yeah. This doesn't sound like the health advice that we have received. <laughs> it, it really doesn't, why does is, it? Why is this fair? It's almost do as I say, not not as I do type not of all, mentality. It definitely is. No, yeah. almost. The peasants must follow these rules, yes. but the leaders follow a different set of rules. Yes. That's what it appears to me. Well, COVID is scared of them. It, it doesn't get to them. Yeah, I, I guess so. And And, you know, you can walk within feet of each other but you have to elbow bump and wear a mask it none of it makes sense to me Vince none of it well we talked about how hypocritical there are and and I found an article just minutes before the show and it made me say but wait there's more because there is and so I've got a fun fact for you um Prime Minister Justin Trudeau actually returned to Canada so uh, let's see. The public health rules and advice for Canadians returning from abroad, so he did that, requires quarantining for 14 days and taking another COVID-19 test about seven days after arrival. Prime Minister Trudeau and members of his delegation, so not just him, but his whole crew, were overseas from last Thursday until Tuesday for summits with other, uh, other G7, NATO, and European leaders. They landed in Ottawa around 7 p.m. last night. This was last night they got there and were tested on arrival. They received their negative tests this morning at about 8 a.m. So guess what? They're supposed to stay there for 14 days, right? According to uh, the Canada Health Public Health Rules, Canadian Public Health Rules. But Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his delegation are being allowed to check out from their quarantine hotel roughly 12 hours after checking in. I hope they aren't headed to church because that would be bad. Yeah, because they did not quarantine themselves. No, they did not. How does this work, Doug? This is extremely frustrating. I don't understand why there's one set of rules for the ruling party, but we citizens and peasants, we, we have to follow a second set of rules. And like I said... Thank the Lord, Vince, that we live in the great state of Texas because we haven't had to deal with a whole lot of this nonsense, especially lately. But remember what we heard from, uh, you know, the science Mm -hmm. is that, you know, oh, Texas is going to have their numbers increase. It's going to go crazy now because they've removed the mask mandates and everything. We haven't seen that happen here in this state. And the the virus does have a 99% ratio of surviving it if you know depending on your age and you know i mean it's a it's it's one of those things that it's just getting to the point to where i'm like are they just using it to shut down the churches to shut down uh the truth you know i think that's where we are they very well could be and it is separating true disciples from people that were just kind of riding the fence. We'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. We'll take your calls. one 877 end 1-877-363-8463. If you're on Facebook, give us a share, give us a heart. It'll help get this message out a little bit more. So we'd appreciate it very much. We'll see you right after the break. 
Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. We are talking about religious persecution and what is being done to churches worldwide. And then what the leaders of these countries are doing in spite of their own advice. It's quite interesting to see uh, the hypocrisy that we are seeing. Um, we are going to get to the phones. The number to call is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We would love to hear your thoughts about what we are seeing in our world today. Before we do, I do want to remind you that in June we're offering a special discount on Irvin Baxter's classic DVD set, Understanding the End Time. It's foundational teaching for understanding Bible prophecy. We think that everybody in the world should watch it. We've made it available for free um, actually hundreds of times at this point on television and on this show. Um, So we think everybody should watch it right now. You can actually purchase the DVD set, the physical set. We make those available for purchase. Um, You can do that right now. It's usually $199, but for now you can get those 14 lessons uh, for a minimum donation of $99. And if you need a little bit of assistance there, a little bit of a price break, I suppose, you can set up a $25 auto pay, auto donate option for four months there. If that would help you, We, we only have about 250. I think it's less than that at this point, but we only have a certain number that's available at that price. So if you've ever wanted this set for yourself or for a friend, now is the perfect time to get it. It is classic Irvin Baxter material that that everybody should watch. And so um, to go to the $99 route, you can go to endtime.com slash UTE99, or you can go the $25 route at endtime.com slash UTE25. And of course, this series is available uh, on Into the Age Plus. So watch.endtime.com. You can watch the entire series totally free with your subscription there. There's a 14-day free trial available right now. So if you prefer the digital route, you can go do that as well. All right, we will go to the phones. Elza in California, welcome to End of the Age. 
Yes, hi, thank you for um, bringing up the vaccine as uh, a, a subject. You know, my question is, could the vaccine be a pre precursor or possibly, um, or possibly be the, the mark that the revelation speaks about? Well, we, we know that it's not the mark of the beast because it's just not time for that to happen yet. We're going to have to see the Antichrist come on the scene and we're going to have to see the false prophet uh, begin to uh, point the way to worship that uh, Antichrist in the one world government. So we're, we're not in the timing of that to happen yet. And, you know, we've uh, okay. we've talked about that before. But precursors. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot about the vaccine that has people worried could it be a precursor uh one of the things that worries me is go ahead i think what's alarming you know if you've read the book of revelations and you've watched the end time movies i think what was alarming to me was the first thing was why was israel's population 90 percent fully vaccinated and then they were being told, because we were here in California, I was watching videos where they were being told they couldn't enter, you know, stores or businesses if they didn't have the vaccine. And then I'm seeing all this censoring of the vaccine and the side effects. And I'm like, why are they keeping, why, are we, why is the government and all these social media platforms censoring people that are actually going through those symptoms? Yeah. And then people getting fired now. We just heard about Texas and those 118 medical workers, and they're telling them, we'll go find a job somewhere else. But yet, it just, it's just strange times. Very strange times. And, and that's the thing that's frightening the most about it is the fact that they're telling people you can't come into our store, you can't uh, buy your groceries here, you can't have a job here. So those are precursors. We're seeing those things happen we're also seeing people being conditioned to look at other people as second-class citizens who, uh, you know, won't wear a mask, who will not be vaccinated. We're seeing that idealism being pushed uh, the way it was uh, in Nazi Germany about the Jewish people and how we're even seeing the rise in that again. So we're, we're watching things that are precursors for sure, but they are not the mark of the beast. Okay. All right. Thank you for your question. Thank today. you. God bless. All right. We will go to John in New York. John, welcome to End of the Age. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, interesting program. Thank uh, you. Thanks for calling. Yeah. I, I, uh, I have a, a, a problem sometimes thinking about uh, David is a man, was a man after God's own heart. And David, when he seen evil coming uh in this community, you know, his kingdom, he slew Goliath. He didn't sit there and play by the rules of law. And we sit here and, and we have, we're, we're, uh, we have the revolutionists. Do you think God hated the revolutionists for what they did and they didn't play by the rules of law? Because if it wasn't for them, we, would, we wouldn't have the country that we have now. We seem we uh, were given over to the reprobates. So, I just think that the Christians have done, not done enough. I don't think that we should be playing by the rules of law. We're sitting there obeying a government that is uh, is going out there and supporting Planned Parenthood. 
but yet we have to obey their rules. What do you say about that? What do you think we are, doormats or what? (laughs) I'll let you handle that one, Vince. Well, you know, I look at the disciples and they certainly didn't follow the rules either. Uh, when it came to spiritual matters, they weren't going to stop talking about Jesus no matter what. Uh, they risked being beaten, being imprisoned, being killed, being stoned. Many of them were. Um, all of them were, the, the, the 12, the, the, the 11 really. Um, and so they, they went through extreme persecution, much greater than what we've seen in our lifetime um, so they certainly didn't play by the rules in that regard. Of course, Jesus did tell them, you know, pay your taxes, play by the rules in, in those regards. But when it comes to spiritual matters, don't, you know, there's no reason to play by the rules at that point. We cannot, um, we cannot go against our biblical beliefs because of uh, what the rules say. That's for certain. Yeah. Well, well you know, God instituted the government. And we are supposed to obey the government. But yet we're sitting there, or we, we, we pay taxes to the government that is supporting Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's okay. a challenge for me, John. Yeah, me too, John. And, and John, we're, we're going to get to some of the things that are starting to happen with uh, some of the churches here in the United States that have faced some persecution uh, also. And so just stick around and hang on. Uh, you know, toward the end of the show, we're going to talk about some good news in this situation. Okay. Well, thank you for taking my call. You had a very interesting show. I'm listening. All right. Thanks, well, thank John. you, John. We appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you know, Vince, Jesus prophesied that there'd be persecution uh, of, uh, for our faith and of the church. And like you said, so many of the disciples, they went through great persecution, even being put to death. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, we we had um, direction from Jesus, things that give us hope. And, and so I'd like to read Matthew 10 here, you know, t- talking about uh, to John about giving some some good news. Well, here's a little bit of the good news here uh, just from the Lord. He kind of lets us know that things are coming our way. He says in Matthew 10, verse 16, behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. That's something as a Christian I try to do. Sometimes I do a a good job of that and sometimes I do a not so good job of that. Uh, But beware of men for they will deliver you up to the councils and they will scourge you in their synagogues. And they shall be brought, you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, Take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given unto you in that same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. So the Lord tells us right there, Vince, that the Holy Ghost will give us the words that we need. And and one of the things that I've learned uh, over my life as a Christian is that the trials that we go through a lot of times are a way for God to be glorified through our lives. And so when we're being put uh, through persecution, just like this pastor, if you watch that entire video, we couldn't play the whole thing here. But there's more of that video out there of him being arrested and the dialogue between him and the arresting officer. That pastor does a great job of, of speaking to this man and being as wise as a serpent. 
but harmless as a dove there. And he gets his point across, and, and you see that come through. And God's going to be glorified through that situation. We're going to see God glorified through it. You know, Doug, when I was in high school, I was consumed by sports. I loved watching football. I loved watching basketball. I, uh, when fantasy football came out, I was there the first year that I recall. I think it was the first year ever available. I did it and had like three or four teams. I was consumed by it. And so when I went to school, I wanted to talk about football. And when I went home, I wanted to talk about football or play football or basketball or whatever it was. And so I continually consumed that content. When I got into fantasy football, I was looking at the stats, following all those details so I knew who to play on my team. And so that's what I wanted to talk about. When someone would be telling me a story about something, guess what? how I was processing that. I would think about it in regards to uh, yards to go before a first down or some type of uh, Rudy reference in the old Rudy movie. That's how I was translating what they were saying to me. And I think it's so important that what you're talking about here being led by the Spirit, you know, if we consume, what we consume is how our perception is developed. And so what I'm putting in my eyes every single day and what I'm listening to with my ears, that's what is going to form my perception of what I'm seeing all around me. And so if I'm seeing this stuff, if I'm going through hard times or whatever, if my ear is tuned into the spirit, if I've been consuming God's word on a regular basis and in an intentional way, it's not just something I hit play on and walk away and not listen to or whatever. I'm actually intentionally looking at these scriptures and seeing how they apply to me and saying, God, open my eyes, help me to see this, your word, the way that you want me to see it. Well, then when I go through these hard times, Guess how I start looking at things? I start seeing it through God's perspective. I start seeing it through the the lens of the Word of God. And I no longer get so scared about what's around me because fear not. Because I know the end of the story. I know that that, uh, all things are working together for those who are called according to His purpose. I know that. And so, therefore, I don't have to be all worried and scared about what's going on. So I would encourage us to spend time in God's word, spend time in prayer, talking uh, to God, asking him to help us to have a lens of hope and faith and good things that he would want us to have. And that way, when we do get encountered with these times, it's not fear. It's not government takeover necessarily. It's look what the Lord's going to do through this. Now, that's what I mentioned it before, but through COVID-19, we've seen kind of a separation. I mean, we've all known people who were uh, Christians. And then when COVID came out, all of a sudden COVID become a greater God than the God that we serve of the Bible. So we were bowing down to that and whatever they said, as opposed to what God says. I know many people went through it. They followed the rules, all that stuff. And they're still serving God. I understand that. But there are other people who let fear direct their lives. And that's what I'm talking about. And this has kind of helped separate that. We're going to talk more about it on the other side of the break. We'd love to take your calls. The number is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Let us know what you think about religious persecution happening in our world today. We'll talk to you after the break. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece 
to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. We open lines at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We'll go to California. JP, welcome to End of the Age. How you doing? We're well. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Great. Well, about the subject, I uh, I feel it's not a negative. I feel it's a positive because uh, I think didn't the devil learn his lesson the first time? Uh, you know when he when they tried to put the Christians in jail and and stuff. Uh, you know I see it as uh, I mean nobody wants to go through that, but I'm saying um, you know uh, the only way you know uh, is to keep God first. But I mean you know uh, I just think the devil's not very smart by you know either keeping us in our homes because you got families opening up their Bibles now. Mm. You know and you got relatives that haven't even. You know, didn't want to talk about God before, but all of a sudden now they can see something's shaking. And then, uh, you know, they said, when you read in the book of Acts, you know, when you try to throw the Christians in jail, you know what happened there, you know, basically just almost converted them all. So I, I don't think the devil's using his brains very much on this one. <laughs> when has he ever? <laughs> right. So. Yeah. It's short term, short term gain. Of course, we agree. We're, we're talking about the revival that's coming. Yeah. At the same time, we don't like religious persecution. You know, of course, no one does. So, yeah. right. I, I think we agree, JP. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, saying. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. Uh, give me those handcuffs. But I mean, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, I'm just saying. You know, uh, the only. Uh, um, thing I can see it is, you know, uh, this just makes the Bible more true. You know, it yeah. makes God a word, God's word, uh, you know, um, shine more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, you know, JP, a lot of times when we're put under pressure, that's when we react in a, a more positive, more stout way. So a lot of times that gets action to uh, happen from a reaction. And so you're right. Yeah. That's that's good. That's what the apostles did. And, uh, right. you know, we have those examples in the book of Acts. So we totally agree. And thank you for calling us today, JP. Thank you. All right. We'll go to Missouri now. Gerald, welcome to End of the Age. Uh, yes, sir. My name is Gerald. I own KOKS Christian Radio, Opera Love, Missouri, which we are playing your program right now. Uh, I'm a farmer also. I'm on combine, combine wheat. But I wanted to say that uh, in our SRN news today, uh, they have a news flash uh, from Ann Graham Lott that uh, she believes that we are in the last days. And 
but I've been a listener for uh, of Urban for years, and uh, we already know, of course, we're in the last days. But I just kind of thought it was interesting. And it's a newsflash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like, welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Not that I'm sure she's thought that probably a long time. Yeah. I'm sure Dad did. But uh, uh, I just want you to know that uh, we love your program and uh, uh, we miss Brother Irvin, but we know he's in a better place. Amen. Amen. Jared, we appreciate you calling. We appreciate uh, all the years that, that you've allowed End of the Age to be on your radio station there in Missouri. Uh, I've seen the, the call letters KOKS for many, many years now. We, and so we, we really appreciate you calling in and we appreciate you giving our show a chance on your station. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to say something in honor of the previous owner, uh, Miss Nina Stewart. She passed away about two years ago in May. And uh, uh, they, they're the ones that started the radio station and all that. And, uh, but uh, I met Brother Baxter through her two or three times at conferences and things. Uh, we we just feel like that uh, you got the right word, and uh, uh, no bones perfect, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, as long as we, uh, you know, read our Bible and pay attention to what the, the Lord's got to say. Yeah. Well, God bless you, brothers. Amen. Thank God you. bless you, Gerald. Bless you. We appreciate it. Uh, all right, we'll go to Johnny in Arizona. Johnny, welcome to Into the mm-hmm. Age. Hey, how you doing, brother? Good talk to you again. Absolutely. Good chatting with you. Um, I just wanted to say a comment and a story. So I just recently, I've been going to church my whole life, but it wasn't until these past couple of months that um, uh, my my spiritual blinders have been taken off by uh, stopping practicing religion and started, you know, getting closer to God and reading His Word and and uh, getting closer to the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And I wanted to say that um, I have been out a couple of times doing uh, street preaching. And almost every single time that I've done that, I've had experiences where people will come up and they'll be spiritually blind, and they'll try and persecute me, and then I will give them, you know, God's love and His grace, and I won't fight with them, even though, you know, most of the time, people we want to fight, we like to fight, it's hard to resist that. But every time that that's happened, it sent a sent another person, and it helped them take their spiritual blindness away. So in a way, you know, from what I've seen and I've experienced, when you get persecuted, oftentimes it will wake other people up and actually get them to start to listen to you and actually, you know, feel your words and uh, try to help them get closer to Jesus Christ. So I think um, religious persecution is all just part of the process at this point. So uh, that was just my comment. And um, I also wanted to say I'm starting my own ministry here in Arizona called The Revolution of Jesus Christ. And um, look me up on Facebook. Sorry if I can't, if that's not allowed. (laughs) Thanks for your call, Johnny. We appreciate your comment. 
And uh, yeah, it sure seems to be the case. Anytime you stand up for Jesus, you are going to have some persecution. And if you're not, you know, some people have said, maybe you're not doing what you're supposed to do because Jesus took such a strong stand against uh, the religious sects of his day and on whatever the standard practices was. And so he kind of stuck out a little bit. Uh, The Chosen is a pretty good series that kind of helps show what that was like in a really good way. so, yeah, I mean, we know that happened to Peter and John. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, those are examples that we have. In the book of Acts, um, when Peter and John came to the gate beautiful, there was a crippled man there that had been born that way. He was in his 40s, the Bible tells us, at this point, And he was set there to beg. And uh, he would beg every day, and people recognized him, knew him very well. Uh, but on a particular day, when... Peter and John came up to him. Peter gave him something more than silver and gold. You want to read that out of Acts 3? Yes. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Yeah, and so they got in huge uh, problems over this. They got in big trouble. They got taken before um, the high priest, the rulers, and the elders at that time because... Out of this miracle, this guy goes into the sanctuary, disrupts the worship there by leaping and jumping and praising God. And out of the words that Peter then began to speak to the people about this great miracle that God had just done, 5,000 people were converted that day. They believed in Jesus Christ that day. Well, that that was a huge problem for the priest, the high priest and the magistrate there. So they basically take... Peter and John into custody. So this being taken into custody is nothing new. And they were asked, what are you doing? How did you do this? So Acts 4, 7 says, and when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power, by what power, by what name have you done this? And then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost. There's that promise from God again. When you're taken before the magistrate, the Holy Ghost will speak for you. So Peter filled with the Holy Ghost says unto them, you rulers and people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined for a good deed we've done to an impotent man, By what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. And neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. And now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. 
Mm. So there's an example right there of what we do when we're in these situations. You just proclaim God, the gospel of Jesus Christ to people and tell them about your Lord and Savior. The Holy Ghost is going to kick in and boom, that's what's going to happen. Sounds like it's kicking in with you today, Doug. I, it is, man. I'm about to We've entered a new in level here. with yes, Doug sir. Norvell. Here we go. It's Doug Norvell, not <laughs> Dave Norvell, by the way. And I'm Vince, not Steve. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, Doug, I'm, I'm liking this side of yeah. Doug a little more. Well, I get fired up when I talk about this because we see other pastors that have been fired up and come under persecution here in the United States. And they've stood up for God. They've been arrested. But through this, there's been a lot of people saved over it. People mm-hmm. have come in to a church in Louisiana, our next door neighbors, and a pastor there has been in trouble. Yeah, Pastor Tony Spell, he returned to Federal Appeals Court in New Orleans last week with hope a judge would reinstate his lawsuit filed last May over criminal charges brought against him for holding worship services during the pandemic. Nearly 100 of Spell's supporters gathered at a park across from the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals when they prayed together and held flags reading an appeal to heaven. The pastor filed a petition after he was charged with violating state-mandated restrictions for preaching at Life Tabernacle Church. So we talked about that happening in Canada. It happened right here in Louisiana. Um, Spell said the ban on physical gatherings was not about safety. Rather, it is politically motivated and part of an orchestrated attack on all Christians across the world. He faced nine criminal charges, including six misdemeanor counts for breaking the governor's orders. He was placed on house arrest and fitted with a tracking device after refusing to suspend in-person worship services during the pandemic. The state has shown a shocking and unprecedented commitment to criminally prosecuting its strongest dissenter in violation of one of the First Amendment's most precious guarantees, the right of a church, which by definition is an assembly to decide whether to assemble or not. His lawsuit reads, We feel that we are as a sin- we are an essential part of our community as the retail stores. It is in persecution of the faith for us to be asked to close our doors whenever more people are being contacted in those Targets and Walmarts than are in my service. Yeah. And these people went and peacefully protested. Yes. They didn't flip cars over, catch buildings no on fires, fire. No fires, none of that. Yeah. But there's, here's the rest of the good news. There's other churches who have won their court cases. Uh, There was news out of this same uh, article that says the Roman Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn versus uh, Como, Governor Como there in New York. The high court determined that the governor could not enforce COVID restrictions on indoor worship without violating constitution's protection of religious liberties. Uh, Another one was Tandem versus Newsom. Uh, which granted churches relief from the pandemic-related gatherings ruled and raised the bar for the future restrictions by requiring them to be neutral and generally applicable for secular activity and religious exercise alike. So we have won some things, Vince. Yep. Let your heart not be troubled. We know persecution is coming. Now's the time to rely on God more than ever before. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.